name's Nick Jackson and I'm a personal strengths coach. This podcast is to teach you more about personal strengths and this episode is a real introduction. We're going to cover what are personal strengths, why are they so important, what can you do with the knowledge about your strengths. Firstly, what are personal strengths? Well, they're the things that really do give you energy. They're the things that make you you. They motivate you. When you're doing those things, you don't need extra energy because they really give you that energy. They're also usually the things that you're really proud of. If I'm doing a strengths assessment with somebody and we go through their feedback, they get goosebumps, a real sense of pride because those are the things that make them them. So why is using strengths so important to me? Well, research shows that by working with your personal strengths, you are more motivated, confident and energised. Naturally, you're happier, a better problem solver and less stressed. It's really great for your well-being, so why wouldn't you use your personal strengths? I use the only strengths tool which is registered with the British Psychological Society called Strengthscope. It helps individuals to understand more about their personal strengths and how they can use those things to actually achieve their goals. They celebrate uniqueness. The chance of someone reporting the same top seven strengths in the same order as anyone else is one in 1.3 billion. It really celebrates diversity. However, understanding your strengths is one thing. The next thing to think about is what we do with them. So the first thing, we need to be aware of what our own strengths are. We'll start to recognise when we use them, what we use them for. Also, we then need to recognise that our strengths won't be the same as other people's. And there's a really important learning there. So let's think about detail orientation, for example. In this strength, you've got a real love for detail. You just can't get enough. You'll be asking questions to get more detail. However, if this isn't your audience's strength, let's think about how they feel after the first sentence when you're going into even more detail they're gazing out the window and starting to not really follow your flow. Perhaps they're wondering when you're going to get to the point. And that leads me on to a really good point about dialing up and dialing down your strengths. Once you have that awareness of what your strengths are, you need to think about the situation, your audience, your objective. If you know your audience are detail focused, just like you are, and they're going to love that detail, great, provide it to them, give it to them. If you've experiences with this person before and actually you think they probably don't want that level of detail, then choose your key points. Make sure you make them right at the beginning so they don't lose your flow. They can see what the key actions for them are and they understand where the conversation's going. You've got the knowledge about your own strengths. You're starting to think about when you should dial them up, when you should dial them down. Often the other area of focus on people's strengths assessments are their weaknesses. It seems to be human nature actually that people are more interested in those sometimes than their strengths. And how do we deal with them? Well, it really does depend. Does that weakness have an impact on you achieving your goal? If it does, you have to address it. If it doesn't, what does it matter? We all have weaknesses, we all have things that we're not so strong at that definitely don't give us energy. If we don't need to be using them, let's not worry about it. I like to think about your weakness in terms of a boat. So you are the boat. The boat is you sailing towards your goal, the desert island. 
The wind in your sails is your strengths. You're going to use those to get you to your goal. And you need to think about your weaknesses in terms of are they above or below the waterline? If your weaknesses are below the waterline, don't do anything about them. Don't plug your holes and the boat will sink. Therefore, you've obviously got to do something about that weakness. It's not allowable. However, if the weakness is above the waterline, it very much is an allowable weakness. We don't need to do anything about it because it's not impacting our goal. We'll talk about what to do about each of the strengths if it's not actually a strength for you in each of the further episodes. So, a little bit of background on the 24 strengths that Strengthscope use. They're split into four different categories. The first is emotional strengths, concerning how you make sense and manage your emotions. These are strengths such as self-confidence, resilience. Relational strengths is the second category, and that's concerning establishing and maintaining productive relationships with others. So this covers off things like leading, developing others. Thinking is the third category. Strengths looking at how you go about gathering and using information to make decisions, such as creativity, detail orientation. And finally, the last section is execution, the delivering of results, what and how they are delivered. For instance, decisiveness and results-focused feature here. Some strengths are task-focused, so those are thinking and execution, and others are people-focused, so emotional and relational. And it may be that the majority of your strengths lie within one or the other, which means you may have to make yourself consider the situation and the goal, and you may need to use some of your non-strengths to help you achieve your goal. You'll need to consider how you'll plug these gaps. Probably enough theory for now, so what do I do with this? Well, in my role as personal strengths coach, I help individuals to overcome their challenges using their personal strengths, so to achieve their business goals. I also help groups of people to understand the strengths of the team. So what are their strengths? What are their weaknesses? What are those areas of risk for them and what do they need to look out for? We then talk around productive habits for that team. So in terms of clarity, in terms of them understanding their goals, their roles and their purpose. We talk about trust, understanding each other's personal strengths, sharing ideas really effectively. Accountability. How committed are the team? What's their confidence like in each other achieving what they have committed to? Change readiness. Are the team focused on the problems or the solutions? We need to make sure that they're really focused on solutions and engaging others to try and help them to get there. There also needs to be a focus on stretching those strengths, so recognising successes, giving each other constructive feedback as a team and really receiving that well. For more information, please visit www.personalstrengthscoaching.com and get in touch for a complimentary 20-minute call to discuss how personal strengths coaching can help you. In the podcast episodes that follow, I'm going to go through some of the 24 strengths with you to help you identify, do you think you have this strength? How can it help you achieve your goals? So have a think. What do you think your personal strengths are? What are the things that really give you energy, particularly in achieving your goals? For example, is it writing a list and ticking things off that gives you energy? That's results focused. So if you think that's your strength, when it comes to something you're really procrastinating over, break it down. What actions does that task actually involve you taking? Put them on a list and let's see how quickly you achieve that goal. 
One word of warning, though, from someone who has this strength. Make sure it doesn't go into overdrive. If you spend longer on the lists than on the tasks, then that's your trigger to dial it down. Or do you think one of your strengths is creativity? Do people see you as a real ideas person? This is a great strength. Amazing to be able to come up with new ideas that stretch you and your team. Make sure you set the scene and let the people you're working with know that this is going to be a brainstorming session, with your objective being to get all your ideas on the table. Remember your audience here. If the person you're talking to isn't creative, then they'll expect it to be an ideas, not solutions session, which allows them to dial up their creativity for the session. And one to remember if you're at the end of a decision-making process, then perhaps now's the time to dial down your creativity strengths. More ideas at this stage need to be relevant to the stage of the project. Brainstorming the delivery of the project here is great, but solutions to the initial challenge, perhaps not so. Well, that's it for this week. Next episode, I'm going to talk to you about emotional control, so please subscribe. This is Nick Jackson at Personal Strengths Coaching, coaching you to reach your potential.